0: the more that we can, you know, reconnect as athletes and share experiences and share our networks and introductions and all that we've gone on to accomplish afterward, uh, just to help make that that next generation even a little more prepared with some of the, you know, the mistakes and things we wish we would have known and done earlier. I think the more that we can do that, the better.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Athletes Unite Conference podcast. Uh, I'm one half of the hosts. I'm Jonathan Jones. And uh, Classy James is the other part uh, leading the ship in this effort, not only just for this podcast, but especially for uh, the conference. So shout out to Classy. Shout out to all of our sponsors who are also making this thing happen. And we're looking forward to seeing everybody, right, on July 15th and 16th. It's going to be amazing because it's going to be a life-changing event. We're focusing the emphasis on mental health, but so much more, entrepreneurship, business, uh, where people can get a job, find out more about jobs. But we're going to have the links down below so you can uh, sign up for the conference in Atlanta down in the show notes. But today, 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 uh, I have the pleasure uh, of of gracing the stage uh, with with Mr. Josh Heyman. and uh, he's not only uh, amazing father of two boys, he's a husband and he's the founder of Alley Hoop Hoops. Josh, how are you doing today?
0: Jonathan, I'm doing great. Top of the morning, top of the week. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, man. Glad to, glad to have you here. Glad to have you. So, so who who is Josh Heyman? Let, let's. I mean, let, let's just start off a little bit on the deep end. Who is Josh Hayman? Mm-hmm. Talk to us. Mm-hmm.
0: Josh Heyman, man, well, I will tell you that if I'm if I'm not a dad, I'm not doing what I said I was going to do when I was younger. Um, You know, growing up, I I did not have my father in my life. And so for me, that really is uh, really is my first priority is making sure that I can be, you know, the dad and the husband. I need to be uh, outside of work Uh, in work. uh, I lead a uh, recruiting and consulting firm in uh, Raleigh. Uh, called Vaco. We're a billion dollar company in a bunch of different markets, but uh, that is my, my daytime. Uh, and then my side hustle has uh, really been a passion project uh, in the community. alley Poops, as you mentioned, a certified nonprofit organization that we founded in 2020. Uh, I'm lucky to have just a really strong team that, uh, that came together, including Derek Boone, who introduced me to Classy. Uh, Derek, of course, helping with the conference as well as the shakeout VP of sales. Uh, so Derek was a, I think, a freshman or sophomore when I was a senior at Millbrook. Uh, I played basketball growing up. This is how I got in touch with Derek and, and many other people in my, uh, you know, personal and professional network. So to me, um, you know, the game of basketball was always a part of my life until it wasn't. So when you think about alley-oop hoops, think about preparing the youth for uh, when the ball stops bouncing, because the ball will certainly stop bouncing. So I'm really excited to be able to host uh, the panel, uh, Bossed Up and Giving Back. Uh, I'll be, you know, just helping uh, kick, driving kick as as the assist person, uh, putting a lot of great people on stage in that panel to talk about their success within the community.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love that. I, I love and I, and I think there's nothing that's greater than having the opportunity of taking information that you've learned, taking insight, you know, from mentors that's been passed down year after year, generations over generation, and then having the opportunity to to like give it back and, you know, really, really pay it forward. So where where, where would you say is is where you develop the, the the passion, Josh, and where you were like, wait a minute, I want to do something that can position other you know, youth for what what's next? Like, when did that? When did that come about for you? Well, let's say back to my upbringing a little bit for
0: me, you know, even though I did not have um, everything in life, I still had a lot of people around me in my family that made sure I knew I had it a lot better than other people. Uh, So even as I was, you know, growing up, um, I always just had kind of the heart for you know, the class under me or the two classes down or the going back to elementary school to help out when I was in middle school, high school or whatever it was. So for me, it was always mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. How do we invest into the next generation and help them find success and and help share those stories and help amplify others that have the great stories and the great experiences as well. Right. And so when when you think about you know, just kind of having having that as a part of my my DNA as a as as a coach and as someone who wanted to see others uh, succeed and and just remove those barriers as best we could, because there are a lot of barriers out there, especially for families and the children of those families that don't have as much. Uh, and, and so how are we just making um, it a little bit easier when we can? uh in areas that we can control. Uh and so for me, um, it was that on top of then, you know, always having, you know, the the interest in if I was in an area of privilege and I've got many afforded to me, how am I then making sure that I'm I'm leveraging those to the best of my ability? Um, and you know, seeing my father and not have anything to his name and um and not being able to, you know, give give into the relationship with me very often as I was growing up, you know, certainly framed. I know where a lot of, you know, not saying that that all these kids don't have their dads or don't have their moms. Um, But I am saying, I I, I do feel, uh, I do feel that, you know, that that uh, that experience for me is able to not see everything out of the eyes of that youth that they might be feeling or going through, um, but just knowing that there's there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of need, there's a lot of um, interest in and in, in how our team can can really connect with the youth, connect with their families, make sure that we're trying to spark the interest outside of the games of basketball as much as possible.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I, I think what you did a great job just of breaking down as you're just, you know, explaining and sharing a little bit of your story in there uh, of, of what it takes to be a true leader because a, a leader has to be aware a leader has to be empathetic and then a leader also needs to know and understand i i would love to know and tell you i know what you're going through i know what it feels like but at the same time if we don't you know then just finding a way to create that connection and also finding a way to put other pieces together so i mean just 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 hearing what you're sharing i'm like wow this, this is really good stuff this is really good stuff and and, and really aware um just knowing that, you know, there's sports, there's life and that they can be blended together in so many ways. But at the same time, you know, they that they have their own respective, I guess, tools that, that they teach us and, and and leave us with. So just, you know, think thinking about all of that. Um, Josh, I'm curious to hear hear from you, though. Why is it important that that athletes unite? So many of us
0: have our DNA tied to athletics, myself included, you know, for the first, you know, let's say 18 years of my life, um, you know, because I think athletes do share the similarity that, um, you know, we we all really cared about something and poured ourselves into it, whether it was, you know, diversion from other things that were happening around us or, you know, our parents really pushed us uh, or. You know, we just fell in love with something and, and, and really put all our emphasis into it. But, you know, I was in that boat. I was in that boat where, you know, until 18 years old, basketball was my number one priority. You know, school came very easy to me, so I did not have to. Put in a lot of the, you know, side hours to prepare for whatever I needed to for school, I did my work, did my work early, I did my work while I was at school so that I could, you know, do what I wanted to afterward. But but I think, you know, the idea, though, that then, for me, it was my body, I totally broke down. I mean, I was 66 six when I was 11. So I was the top dog in the state and stopped growing. But my body had grown so rapidly that my You know, my knees and my back and my my feet were just, you know, so so in bad shape. I remember, you know, icing my knees in middle school between AAU games. You don't see a lot of middle schoolers icing their knees, but I was that guy. And so for me, when I was in the training room more at Elon than I was actually able to enjoy the game, um, I knew it just wasn't gonna be something that I could continue on. So I stopped, uh, stopped not only playing the game at 18, but I didn't really watch basketball for 10 years. I didn't coach basketball for 10 years. And up until that point, it was everything to me. And so when you think about all those relationships that I had built through the, that time and how just my identity was not only there, but my relationships and the people that I had just been around all of my life. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird feeling of, you know, guilt and separation and um you know wanting something different than the reality of what happened and if you've ever been in the training room you know which i know most athletes have if you're in the training room those, those hour and a half before and the hour and a half after just to get your body ready to go it gets it gets tiring it gets tiring it gets depressing um you know how how is my body going to respond tomorrow that anxiety behind it all those things and so um when i stop playing the game of basketball like luckily that I had met my wife in my freshman year at Elon. And we moved together and lived together in the rest of college. So at least I had you know a a someone that I was able to spend all that time with as I was really pulled out of that identity. But um, the more that we can, you know, reconnect as athletes and share experiences and share our networks and introductions and all that we've gone on to accomplish afterward, uh, just to help make that that next generation even a little more prepared with some of the you know the mistakes and things we wish we would have known and done earlier, I think the more that we can do that, the better,
1: yeah, yeah i mean i I, re- I really love that from from the mistakes to the motivation to the messages, you know all, all, all of all, all of that is is so necessary and I think so so essential just to make sure that we shorten the learning curve as much as possible for each generation, for each age group, you know, for, for each young student, each young leader. Josh, what, what are you, what are you most looking forward to about, about the conference? You know, we got the conference coming up Atlanta the 15th and 16th of July. What, what are you most excited for uh, with the athletes unite conference this year?
0: So going back to my first point, who is, who is Josh Heyman and dad first? Uh, I'm really excited to go see the Lego. Um, but uh so we we've got the boys coming in. Uh boys and my wife will be there and grandmother coming in. We we all roll together, roll deep. Uh so we'll have them with me, which will be great. Um, really excited about the conference. One of the most exciting things about the conference for me is that we've got several of our team that's gonna be there. So we've got a couple of other um speakers, uh Derek Boone, who I mentioned, VP of Sales for Shakeout, executive at Cisco and Technology. Um, we've also got Mike Grace. Uh, top 100 um, young black lawyers in all of America. Mike Grace, uh, former Yale player, uh, as well as grew up in the Trefo and Winston-Salem. Uh, so Mike's family and my wife's family kind of grew up in and around each other. It was pretty cool the way Mike got brought to, uh, to Alley U. Um, and then we'll also have um, several other of our board members just kind of around us. So, you know, any anytime that we can get together is great. Anytime that we can you know, expand our knowledge base, our skill set through others who have done amazing things is, you know, is is fantastic. And I think when you're thinking about community work and, um, you know, how there are many communities that need work um, coming together with with so many from different areas and and spending time thinking about how we can deliberately bring some of those impacts across geography. Um, now more so than ever we can do that now that we've proven we can do things like this you know very easily and seamlessly you know how are we just making sure that we're setting the table for one another and so that mixer i believe it's a friday Friday night mixer or is it thursday night you'll have to correct me but i'm really excited for the mixer um and getting to know just a a few more in a casual setting who are going to be a part of the conference um just because to me just kind of breaking bread with everybody there is going to be really helpful and uh and it should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not mad at your answer about Lego. I'm not mad at your answer. Okay. Just for the record, I was when you said that I was like, oh, okay. I had no idea. Because one thing I did not realize, Josh, because I'm in Dallas, and I didn't realize how massive of a movement Lego really is. They opened a Lego store in North Park, and I kid you not, every time they would have a release, there would be a line from the Lego store all the way, like almost around the mall. And I'm like, is it Jordan releases? Like, what is this? People go crazy for the Legos. So I'm and, not mad. We,
0: we love them, man. My little, my four-year-old, my youngest, you know, he can now do them on his own with the little ones. So he's graduated right. from the Duplos up. The six-year-old is a wizard. So I've got these these kids that, you know, and that's for me, like I grew up playing Legos alone. Uh, that was one of the things I did alone, right? And so to mm-hmm. me, getting to, to play Legos with my boys. And wow. it's just a blast we have. So we'll go, I'm sure we'll go. Uh, I think we're going to go on Wednesday. We're going to come in a few days early and, uh, nice. and enjoy, enjoy a longer trip in Atlanta and, and get to uh, get to take them there and a few other places around. So it should be fun, but I'll, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll let you know how it is. So you could, uh, you Ooh. could definitely make a trip of it.
1: Please, please, man. Cause one thing we, we can't forget that Legos will help you with that critical thinking with that Absolutely. problem solving. We can't, we can't pass that up. But any, anyway, Josh, we're not going, we're not going to go there. We'll, we'll have a whole conversation on Legos. I got some other stuff anyway. Anyway, but Josh, where, where can people, where can people find you, how they can connect with you? How can they follow you? Please share that uh, information at this time.
0: So um, my blog uh, where I try to keep a, a every couple weeks post on leadership management, uh, hiring trends, um, anything like that. That's at joshhayman.com. Uh, Instagram, um, Josh underscore Heyman, Twitter, Josh underscore heyman. Uh, and then uh, from Alleyoop Hoops standpoint, uh, Instagram, Alleyoop.hoops. Okay. Twitter, Alleyoop NC. Uh, so we're, we're a little bit disjointed there, but excited to connect with all of y'all. And there are not a lot of Josh Haymans out there you just got to make sure you use a Y instead of a double M I've been called Hammond all my life. So that's a great job, Jonathan. You said it right without me telling you.
1: Oh, Josh. Well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't, uh, I'm glad I didn't uh, mess that up. So that, that, that's good. That's good. Good job, John. Good job. Good job, uh, man. But, but Josh, I, I appreciate you taking the time to stop by Uh well, classy. And I appreciate you taking the time to stop by, you know, the athletes unite conference podcast. And man, Everybody out there listening, be sure, be sure, be sure to mark your calendar, get your flight, get your hotel, all that stuff so you can meet Josh and you can tap into the panel uh, because they're they're going deep right there. They're going deep, going to give great information and you can get the opportunity to connect with Josh. I'm looking forward to connecting with him in person. So, Josh, thank you so much. And, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to see you in July. Hey, look forward to it, John. Thanks so much for having me. We'll see you in a few weeks. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Sounds good. And everybody, if you have not got your ticket, be sure to click the link just down below. And also be sure to follow uh, ShakeOut LLC on Instagram. And We're going to have some other links down in the show notes for you to follow. Until next time, this is the Athletes Unite Conference podcast, and we will see you in Atlanta.